the Totino's pizza rolls rules on the podcast? Is there a policy about how many Totino's we can have? <laughs> as many as you want. Dude, oh, that is Totino's, you, Totino's if, pizza rolls and Capri Suns. That was like my fucking jam. Welcome to the Fright Zone. I'm Greg. I'm Nate. I am Hogan. Normally, each episode of The Fright Zone will focus on a specific horror movie and we'll dig into whatever tile that happens to be. But being as this is the first episode, we wanted to introduce ourselves and talk about how we got into horror, how it influences our lives, some of our favorite titles, and whatever else comes up along the way. Hogan. Yes. How'd you get into horror? Uh, it's probably 87, 88. My dad took me to see um, The Predator in the theater, and it had nothing to do with me wanting to go. I think he just took me because he didn't have a babysitter. That's awesome. And it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Um, but I don't know, something something about that, that experience, like, being with my dad, you know, and that being, like, the first movie I remember was kind of what started that for me, I guess. I don't know. Did it freak you out? Yeah. Sweet. It was horrible. My mom was pissed. <laughs> huh. My mom was pissed. My dad took me to Tremere too, opening weekend. That was the first R-rated movie I saw in theaters, and she got real pissed at him. And uh, his defense was like, "Oh no, don't worry, he's a good guy this time." <laughs> <laughs> we went as a whole family. It was a road trip to Florida, back when we were Griswolding it down to Florida every year as a kid. And on the way, one time, one of the trips we went to Florida, we accidentally happened upon Terminator 1 on the TV. And uh, it was right when he was gouging his own eyeball out. And oh, we weren't so aware that he was a uh, you know, robot. It's incredible Stan Winston Terrifying. effects. And so, yeah, there was a kind of a running theme that we, we liked the Terminator. And so on like the next year, the year after... On the way home, we stopped and watched The Terminator 2 at some megaplex on opening day at like noon. So there's no one else in the theater. It's kind of like when those Star Wars movies come out. You can kind of like sneak in the middle of the day and there's not going to oh, really yeah. be anyone there. But yeah, fucking Terminator 2. Awesome. I think my dad, the only two movies that I can remember going to as a kid were both R-rated movies. He took me to see, like the, he, again, he took me to see The Predator. But then he took me to see he took me to see Goodfellas. <laughs> it's like it's a family film. Again, I you know my mom was pissed, and I don't know why he felt it appropriate to take me. But <laughs> you got to learn somehow how how it all works. Yeah, that's how I put my dog down that Joe Pesci scene. Yeah, it's like after Predator. Like, uh, were some of your earlier memories of like you know getting into the genre beyond that. You saw um, Predator, you thought it was awesome. Yeah, still really, uh, my dad, he was always um, not like a genre fan, but just a really big film buff. And uh, he noticed that there was Showtime Video, it used to be Love where, that uh, place. Yeah, it was Bob and Linda, and they used to, sorry, microphone. Uh, yeah, I don't know, they would... Um, they would give like dad a certain amount of free rentals, I think, because he put windows in their house like five years before. Or something so you got like that. the hookup. So you're just running tapes like mad. Yeah. And dad didn't really care. And he kind of gave me free reign. And so like I would always rent um, the quest with what's that dude's name? Howard Thomas from uh, E.T. Is that the kid? The kid. Yeah. With the like creature in the pond. <clears throat> yeah. And it's yeah. like a, it's like a backhoe. Yeah. Uh, That's an awesome movie. And is it um, like the pit? 
I actually don't know. I don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, it's 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 like an adventure film. Oh, yeah. so it's not like the bit. No, <clears throat> it's not some creepy kid trying to lure someone out to a pond. There's no. no, there's no troglodyte. Immediately, it's like, like, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Sequel to the pit. I love the pit. And the trollologs, I think, is what he the calls trollologs. them. Trollologs. Yeah. No, I'd always rent that and Garbageville Kids. That movie's horrible. I love Garbageville Kids. <laughs> I love the cards. I think it's it's great that it's finally on Blu-ray. I feel like I couldn't see enough <laughs> of the costumes. <laughs> Need that in 4K. But no, that was that was like how I got into it. And obviously, you still had like magazines at the time, like yeah. at the counter and stuff. And Dad, uh, probably like my 10th or 11th birthday, got me um, a subscription to Fangoria. Nice. And that was kind of like that was like the end of it or, or I guess the beginning of it you know and it came back really? now but is it gone now too because the whole are they doing physical copies again well they're doing yeah Fangoria came back a couple years ago and it's like it's not I, I bought the issue that uh, was about Joe Bob okay. Joe Bob came back on Shudder I know they stopped for a while it was pretty good is it just like quarterly though yeah it's quarterly and they're, they're like thick now right but I thought it, they got caught up in the whole controversy recently with um Gosh, what's that studio? Draw blank now. Someone did something to somebody. Yeah, it, that, somebody owes somebody <laughs> money. Someone. Yeah, and I and I thought that Fangoria might have got pulled in that too, and they're like, "Hey, we don't know what we're gonna do for now." And right. I thought, so it might be gone again. I don't know. Did you go to that store a lot too, Nate? Showtime. Oh yeah, yep. That was uh, that's the place where I remember you could find like bad taste mm -hmm. or that was like one of my favorites um, to rent. You know, some of the more odd street trash and yeah. Because you love bad Deeper taste. Cuts. That's like time. my favorite horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. You love it. Yeah. You talk about <laughs> it a lot. Great. It is awesome. It's fantastic. I would love to see Peter Jackson go back in that, that world and make like another splatter movie. I mean, you get even like, I'm, uh, I'm not like a huge fan or anything, but like obviously he phoned it in for the Hobbit movies, but even the Lord of the Rings, it, like his early career, like he really kind of like pours himself into it a lot, you know? I don't know. I mean, I'm a nerd and I, you know. But I don't really jive on, like, that kind of fancy shit. Right. Like, to me, like, I want my wizards to have, you know, laser swords. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm... But, uh... Space wizards? Yeah. <laughs> Is that why your He-Man stuff's hidden down there and not over there? No, dog. I like He-Man. That's different. <laughs> He-Man is so that's different. That's fantasy? It's different. And there though. are lasers and shit later yeah, on. that's right. Does come no, that's over there because I had to make room for all the uh, turtle toys over there. Yeah. You know, that's Got priorities. I dig it. I was sad to put away gray school, though. Just tell Jill that it's coming into the bedroom. Oh, yeah. It's like the, the, the sock, <laughs> the new sock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> gray school is coming out. <laughs> so, okay. So why do you love the genre? You know, I think you can find anything and everything that you want, like, in horror movies. Like, yeah. including laughs, you know? I think that that's, I think that's great. You know, I think across the board, it offers you legitimately everything from start to finish. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. You want to dive into it, Nate? Sure. Unless, I'm not trying to cut Hogan off. You got more shit you want to say, Hogan. You go for it, brother. I don't. I don't. Short and sweet. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, growing up, so there's the memories you have that you kind of like think you remember, and then there's the stuff that you really remember. And watching a couple horror movies on VHS at my brother's friend's house as a kid is like a really strong memory. Like, you know, where you can remember, like, the smell of the place and the lighting in the room and the way, the way the tape had stickers on it and the sound of the VCR and the sound of the TV turning on. And there's a, there was a lot of sounds involved in back then. Now it's just click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think that's something that's lost is the the mechanical element to it. But anyway. Um, I agree. With that. I mean, that's why all three of us are 
into physical media still, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we grew up with that shit. It's like an actual thing. Like, it's yours. But watching, uh, so my brother had, he was a year and a half older than me. And then, so his friends could be his age or even a little older. And so when I was like six or so, um, him, his friend, and me, we would sneak over to, we'd rent videos from Showtime or Video Warehouse or Roadshow was around then. And there was this other one that was in the same strip as the Westwood 6, and I can never remember what it was called, but I remember finding cool stuff there too. Back where like there used to be a dick blick when we had art stores in this in this city. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it was watching Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and then I immediately saw 4 after that. And my dad actually walked in when we were watching four. And at first he was tried to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite that far into it, but you know, a horror movie has a very specific feeling and you know, you yeah. could tell that he knew we were, which we shouldn't be watching what we were watching. Oh, yeah. And we were watching it in their room because it was the only VCR in the house. They weren't supposed to be home yet. Yeah. But then he ended up sitting in on it and he would try to like cover our eyes during the horror horrifying stuff but you could just look through his fingers <laughs> and he knew you could i think he just had to pretend that he was <laughs> trying and, oh geez uh, what's yeah. happening dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just like most stuff like sex scenes were always more of a problem for some reason than the the gore stuff which doesn't make any sense but that's the way our american culture kind of is oh totally it demonizes sex instead of violence but uh yeah, so that was a very, very fond memory. Action movies, like you said, The Predator, I think of The Predator as sort of an action movie as well as a horror and sci-fi movie. And uh, we watched a lot of horror and a lot of that kind of stuff, a lot of like martial arts, like the Van Damme stuff, Seagal stuff. We, we would rent those the day they came out. Mm -hmm. And there was a very standard tradition in my family that we watched movies together like every other day. Usually it was a nice. whole family, like lots of my theater memories are with at least two of my family members, you know, seeing like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in the theater, or Gleaming the Cube. I remember that very fondly, oh, yeah. like going to see that like way on the other side of town, back when the other side of town felt like you were going to Minneapolis or <laughs> something. Like you went to the South Side, went to Southridge Mall to see what, you know, kind of music they would have because record stores would actually have different things. You could drive all over town and find different kinds of stuff. And it was the same with horror movies and video stores. It's like, you know, you couldn't afford to buy them. They were $80 back then. Yeah. And you're a kid with no job. So you have to find a video store that you can get a card from so that they will rent to you. And there was like Oddities was in Sherman Hill. And you already mentioned Showtime and Roadshow. Video Warehouse. Video I mean, Warehouse. That's, my, that's when my here. dad bought his first Laserdisc. He was so jacked Ooh. about that. Amazing technology, space technology. My parents got a TV that came. It was an incentive that it came with a laserdisc player. And I can't remember what bullshit movie it came with, but it was one the one we never watched. <laughs> but then we had some of like the coolest movies growing up. We had on that format. Like I remember our, we had a Pulp Fiction gatefold laserdisc. Oh, nice. We had Natural Born Killers. We had Meet the Apple Gates. For some reason, I don't remember who picked that out, but I was like that movie is really cool. Uh, the Stone Age. Wait, meet the Apple Demolition Gates. Man. It's like the insect family. It's oh, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like grasshoppers or yeah, something. It's kind of like Pleasantville, but they're like yeah. alien insects. Yeah. 
Have you seen that one? No. No. Yeah, I was going to jokingly say that's the, the Christina the, Applegate biopic. Yeah, yeah. The Roseanne Barr movie with her and Meryl Streep, uh, She Devil. Yeah, I got that uh, too. The dude in that, uh, like the husband, is the dad from Meet the Applegates. God, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, he's also in all those like Christopher um, guest movies. Yeah. Like he's the the skinny blonde guy that's always very. He's like the head of the dog show and best of show. Mm-hmm. He's like that the that guy. Yeah, but he shows up in all of those. Nice. Never tell you what his name is though. No <laughs> idea. Jill would know. He's very handsome. He's not Dick Miller. <laughs> Some people are worth remembering. <sighs> you mentioned Chopping Mall earlier. Yeah. Dick Miller does a great job as a jander in that movie. Oh, he's, anything he's in, I get a huge smile on my face when he shows up, especially when I'm not expecting it, if it's, like, a new movie to me. He's so upset with the Killbot in that movie, he just keeps showing him his badge. Yeah. He's like, look! I work here, man. <laughs> Come on. It's just me and you here. So, why do you love the genre, Nate? Um, I feel like they're kind of, like, the perfect movie for the way my brain is wired. I don't think that they're for everybody, but not, a, you know, every... Everybody can have whatever they're into. It doesn't mean everybody else has to like it, I guess. But uh, for some reason, horror, just like extreme music, uh, you know, just for some reason, the way it goes into my ears and eyes just makes sense. Yeah. So I just I like it. I like the, the artwork on the posters. I like the the ones I like the most. The movies I would say I like the most are like passion projects where it's like one guy like writes it, directs it, does the soundtrack, like a lot of the David Hevner movies or uh, Fred Williamson has done a lot of that where it's like it's produced and directed and then you know he like wrote the lyrics to the terrible song in the credits or whatever. Or like those Get-A-Vin movies, Get-A-Vin or What was a Vice Squad we watched? Vice Squad? Didn't we watch that? Yes, yes, with Wings Hauser. Was the song in that Wings Hauser singing? Yes, it was. He was not the director, (laughs) but... um, that's still pretty awesome. Yeah, though. it's still great that they let him do that. It's like in the neon city, <laughs> something like that. I can't remember. It's something about like something in the neon light. It's not Wings House. Wings Houser. I got a I got a Blu-ray of Mutant coming in the mail. Oh, sweet. This might be time to rewatch that soon. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen that one. I pulled all my Wings tapes out when I thought that he had died, but I jumped <laughs> one out on the that. hoax, and. Uh, <laughs> I ended up watching a bunch of the ones I hadn't like seen in a while. So there's some interesting stuff there. He's definitely a he's Wings Hauser in every movie. You know, it's like how Charles Bronson was always Charles Bronson. He's extra intense in um uh which uh rewatched Tales from the Hood. Oh yeah. And he's just so like evil yeah. in that movie, <laughs> you know? He's great at playing an asshole, for sure. Yeah. Whether it's in Vice Squad is the pimp, white pimp ramrod. <laughs> ramrod. Yeah. The asshole racist cop in Tales from the Hood. Well. How about you, Greg? So, uh, I got into horror, so I always liked, um, I mean, I always liked monsters as a kid. I mention often when I'm talking to people that, like, my first memory of my whole life's watching King Kong. It's my earliest memory is the stop motion Kong breaking the jaw on the T-Rex, um, which I just think instilled in me this sense of, like, wonder kind of like mm-hmm. and why I love practical effects which is a big part of why I love horror um I love the effects I love the escapism of it um but uh yeah I, I mean I saw Kong I thought it was awesome I liked monsters as a kid um 
I mean, I was really into Ghostbusters, you know, which I mean, it's not horror per se, but obviously it's a supernatural tinge has, you know, effects and stuff. When you watch it now, side to side by like the cartoons they make for kids now, it seems more oh, me- metal. Oh, yeah. It and, seems way more intense. Like intense. Yeah. Some of those episodes yeah. in the cartoon are wild. Yeah. The Sandman one. Like, yeah. And I, I start doing that voice with the kids like. <laughs> <laughs> <Into it now. laughs> Why are you messing with my little ones? <laughs> Does it spook them? Yeah, it freaks them out. <laughs> they run screaming. That's awesome. I can probably do a little better because I'm usually in full on trying to terrify them. <laughs> so those will be good memories from as they get older, though. Yeah, well, hope you know, so. I love that stuff. <laughs> 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 could be nightmares. Um, no, yeah, I mean, that just growing up, you know, in the 80s, like, Ghostbusters was just huge and like that was just part of my everyday life and um obviously you know VHS like even, like so is the exact opposite for me than than Brian like Brian's parents would say yeah rent all this stuff and you can watch this like um my house like horror was like you know like you mentioned like that it's demonized right um I, that I was not allowed to watch that stuff so that made me want to watch it more especially because I was like sure. into watching Ghostbusters stuff and I loved all these monsters and I wanted more of that stuff um, and, you know, in the 80s, like how big like slasher flicks were and stuff like, you know, all the merchandise for Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street that was ever like the you have the unopened bubblegum box for Hogan and, and all this stuff like um, it was everywhere. So, like, I always wanted to see Nightmare on Elm Street and all this. And um, eventually I, I, you know, started like sneaking watching tapes when my older siblings would have them rented. If they were like staying out in the living room, I'd, I'd grab them in the middle of night and go downstairs and secretly watch them in the basement. Right. Um, and then just, yeah, and, you know, as I got older and it was more like, okay, you can watch this stuff now. Um, just rented stuff like crazy. And sure. I grew up, you guys are both here from, uh, or from here in Des Moines. I, I grew up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and um, always went to Mr. Movies. was like the local mom and pop shop there. I mm-hmm. think it was a local mom and pop shop. Um, but there's a few of them there and they always had sweet tapes. And um, I would, I would like bootleg them myself. When nice. I, you know, I like, I'd take their VCR and like try to like copy tapes I really liked. Yeah. Um, that work. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they look really bad, right? Um, but I had a boot, like I bootleg Ghost House myself, oh, and that's nice. like, and that's part why I love that movie. I just watched it all. T- I thought that movie was super scary as a kid. It's so silly now, but like as a kid, yeah. um, that, know, that clown, clown doll, yeah. that was spooky, man. Yeah, that that song that plays that, which it just says burial, 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 <laughs> when they play it backwards. Um, now, who are you? <laughs> right. For God's sake, somebody help me. Yeah, when you hear that like five times. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and I like that the guy just couldn't tell us his own voice when he heard it. Yeah, right. It sounds exactly like me. How crazy. Um, a lot a lot like you guys. You know, I just once I, once I got the taste, I couldn't stop. And, you know, it was always fun, you know, going to the video store and eyeballing all the artwork on the boxes. Like, stuff was so cool. Even if you didn't see a movie, like... You just, you know, so many of those boxes were iconic. There's still like 80s movies I don't think I've seen that I still like I know the the box art, you know. I still have some where it's like I don't recognize them and I watch them and I'm like, oh, yeah, watch this with my dad. Yeah. You know, like that still happens to this day. Like, just watched a lot of movies growing up and I still do. Sometimes I'll watch 15, 20 movies in a week. Like if I can, like when I'm printing, I'll just knock out like three movies a day. And I always, I lately, I've been trying to make myself watch stuff I haven't watched in the video room. 
Nice. It's hard not to just want to grab, you know, something that you, is going to be you enjoyable. You a sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. You have so many damn movies, though. Yeah. Down in the media crypt. Yeah. My wife did a class where she was doing some sort of cataloging project, and one of the things that she cataloged was my VHS tapes. And at that time, I had 5,000 tapes. <whistles> and that was, that was five years ago. So, however, whatever I've accumulated in the last five years added to the 5,000 I already had. And then I, I easily have like three or 400 du like duplicates in the garage I need to get figured out and sorted. They're not all like the most amazing titles, but there's some cool shit in there. Start trading those hot slabs, yeah. baby. You were talking about not uh, like recognizing or, you know, recognizing covers and not knowing the title. And it made me think of, and I know you have this. It's the uh, 3D cover, 3D cover, and it's, what is it, Black Roses? Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Okay. That movie rules. I've never seen it still Whoa. to this day. Whoa. But I can remember exactly what the cover looks Dude, like in my head. That movie is going to make you freak out. <laughs> it's so, so good. There's stuff like, some of this stuff, we should start making a list of movies we want to watch. Because the, I, I'm all about, if there's titles that one of us hasn't seen or we haven't seen forever, we should watch those so we can have, like, Fun, like, you know. When's the last time you watched Black Roses? Fucking forever ago. Okay. You and I were talking about one the other night. Oh, no. I got I got Mutant coming in the mail. I got Hardware coming in the mail. I you're love Hardware. You're going to revisit Remote Control when it shows up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd That's like... one we should watch on. We should do an episode on Remote yeah. Control. Have you seen that, Brian? Which one? Hogan. <laughs> Remote, Remote control, control with Kevin Dillon. Yeah. I mean, I have like 15 tapes just in my, like, I need to watch pile. And it grows every day, I think, of something else. Yeah. Or I order something else. So. You're talking about hardware. Um, I love that movie. God, he just did, uh, he just did what? Would you say that's Terminator exploit, like Terminator exploitation? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, is I would. His, what the fuck is his name? Um, the sorry. director? Yeah. He just did the new uh, Nicolas Cage movie that's based on the H.G. Wells story. Oh, Color Out of Space Color of or space. whatever, Color of Space? Yeah. Emily it's on Shutter. I need to check that. out still. She, we got to this one scene, and there was this kid-related awkward violence, I, I would just say. I don't want to ruin anything, no spoilers, but I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I look over, and she's just like, cringing I'm like oh shit uh, I go do you want me to change it and she's like it's been a long day this isn't exactly how I wanted to end it <laughs> and so we ended up watching a couple episodes of a stupid show we like which I is? still have to finish it it's called Shit's Creek oh yeah yeah we're on season 5 now we think it's hilarious Joel and I have watched season 1 um, it's like it feels like it's kind of like a a wackier version of Arrested Development or something like they could be Catherine a double Hara feature. Rules. I mean, she's so funny. Yeah. Her fake accent or whatever is going <laughs> on there, like, gets me gut laughing a lot. It's the way she says stuff purposefully wrong, but she repeatedly does it. Like, she remembers that she said it that way. Like, instead of baby, she'll say, baby. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that's fucking hilarious. It's, yeah. Um, Richard Stanley. That's the dude's name. Sorry. The that director? In there. Yeah. Did he do... Dust Devil too is that the same guy? Yeah, he did that, yeah. and then he did. Uh, they hired him because he wanted to do the Island of Doctor Moreau, and they hired him, and he worked on it for like four years, if I remember. The really shitty uh, 
Val Kilmer. Yeah. So, but he worked on this for like four years, and this is going to be like his like you yeah. know the first big movie he was going to get to direct. And I think they fired him after four days uh, because shit was just like insane. And I can't remember who the director was that they brought in, but he essentially there's a just whole like, documentary about that shit show. He essentially just ruined it. Huh. That movie is a piece of shit and not in a good way. No. I mean, I love Fruits of Bulk, but that's all I'll I'm going to take That's all I'm going to take away from it. <laughs> I love Return of Oz. I restarted that recently because I saw it was on Disney Plus and we got that for the kids. I was like, oh, sick. I'm going to make my kids girl. watch this. Like, this is actually kind of scary for Dude, them. that used to scare the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Like, when the queen goes into the chamber with her all the fucking heads in there. It's oh so my good, God. dude. You know what a really good quote-unquote like family film that's still really scary and was scary back then is the peanut butter solution? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? That was like sold as like a family film. It's like they kidnap <laughs> children and enslave them. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then the, the whole just the whole plot is just insane. That would be like a movie I saw when I wasn't like when my parents won't let me rent whatever I wanted yet. I, I remember seeing that and they let me see the stuff for some reason. I feel like the stuff in Peanut Solution, I saw both those movies. Yeah, I could see those together, too. They yeah. are both weird and product oriented you got that stuff container that the dp ruined right yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know if you heard that story but I, I went to a screening of the stuff it was the stuff in frankenhooker and the opening movie was iron sky that movie about like the nazis living on the dark side of the moon that was actually pretty fun but uh yeah larry cohen was supposed to be there and he canceled that day Oh. And I was standing in line and I paid my, it was like 50 bucks for the container because it's a screen used, the stuff container. Right. And then I walked by and the cinematographer's standing there and he just kind of grabs it and he has a permanent marker in his hand. He just signs it real fast and he <laughs> signs it right on the front label. So Over when you look stuff. at it, it's the first thing you see is that and then the stuff. <laughs> it's like, how about the bottom or the top the lid, right. or something? And so I don't even know if I have it really displayed. It's just like this thing. I'm kind of like, <laughs> who wrote on your stuff container, bro? It's I mean, it's cool. It's like, I get it. You were there, but you're not Larry Cohen. I'm sorry. You know. All right. Favorite horror movie to watch with a group? Rocktober, I Rocktober Blood. Yeah, oh, of course. Especially if you have at least a couple people that are also obsessed with it. And at least a couple beers and you can, in you. And yeah, and you can make everyone else in the room feel uncomfortable when you sing all the song sections. I, mean, I, can, <laughs> I can recall at least three times in the last, I don't know, six months where uh, I've been hanging out with you and the end of the night, somehow one of the songs comes on. It has to. Let's go! It knows that we need it. Um. I, for watch group for me, I I think Dead Alive. You mentioned Bad Taste earlier, but uh, Dead Alive. I think that's such a cool horror movie to watch in group. People that like watching horror movies, for sure. Like yeah, I think watching by yourself, good... it's like oh, this movie is just like over the top gory. But in a group with people, it's so fun. It's a party movie. Yeah. And there's so many great lines. You know, oh, I kick ass for the Lord. You know, yeah. that's so good. Yeah, or there's the, a lot of great moments. Your mother in my dog. <laughs> All of the old Peter Jackson movies. I mean, Bad Taste, um, Meet the Feebles, and Dead Alive. All need. A good remaster and re-release. -re yeah, he's you know? supposedly releasing all three. He's been saying for three years now. It's like motherfucker. I heard this. I heard make this, it happen. I heard this last year is releasing all three, and they're adding uh, like documentary with each with each disc on the making of each film. So like, I don't just, know if there's any truth to that. I'll throw good money out to get those. Yeah, yeah I missed out. Like the 
one so you you know there's always those things that you'd failed to purchase when they were the price that you could have afforded or you got something else instead or whatever and one of those things is a friend of mine needed money and he had an original dead alive video store display that you would actually put the tapes in the slot and it was the face and it said vidmark entertainment on it oh. and it was just always sitting in his living room and i had commented on it a couple times when i was at his house oh. he lived out in lincoln and the week he hit me up, I had just paid part part out of pocket for some black market fetus artwork. So I had less than 50 bucks in my checking account, no cash. And he wanted 50 bucks. And I just didn't have the money. Yeah, And it turned out that, you know, he sold it to somebody else. And I've the only one I've ever seen for sale since was like $250, $300. Where <laughs> it's just like, there's no way. I should I should have had it, but I was you know I was twenty two or twenty three, and I just I'd spent all my money on beer. <laughs> I didn't have any money. <laughs> I'm sure sucks. the beer was good, but not as good as it would be to have that. Was it hams? Uh, back then, it would have been Natty Ice. <laughs> oh, Natty! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tail end of high school into the early twenties so was upgrade Natty later yeah. in life. Yeah, it was Natty Ice, <laughs> and then whatever bottles they were giving away at high v um like cap- yeah the skinnier bottles that were easier to steal <laughs> so captain <laughs> captain morgan jaegermeister you could you know you could do two morgans or one jaeger the jaeger bottles were heavier i drank an entire bottle of jaeger in one night once yeah but that was I, great i was drinking that a lot when i first <laughs> turned 21 since my last name is meister oh sure so it, like that just like was like, oh jaegermeister I didn't even know that was your real last name. I thought it was like a nickname you gave yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I'm Greg Meister. No. I'm the Greg Meister. <laughs> yeah. No, Greg Wheeler's the fake name. Uh, okay. No, yeah. like when you mentioned Return of Oz, like I really love that movie. That's the Wheeler comes from the Wheelers and that. Sure. You okay. Know. Yeah. You got a chicken in there with you? I love that movie, dude. It's awesome. I had the old Anchor Bay DVD release of that. When Disney oh, nice. was still trying to like pretend they didn't do it anchor bay had the license they put out a cool dv of it oh cool so oh what's a horror movie that made you keep the lights on the gate last year you said candy man yeah well that one did too (laughs) but i recently rewatched the gate and that was an earlier and you you had the sleep lights on recently i haven't slept with the lights on in my adult life unless i passed out yeah i I can't remember last time a movie actually freaked me out as an adult that was part of why it was fun as a kid, too. I, maybe we didn't talk about it a lot, but, like, it was fun being... Like, I thought it was fun getting scared as a kid. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not a guy that, like, I don't like roller coasters, but, like, horror movies as a kid, like, that kind of thrill of being, like, kind of freaked out, I think it's, to me, I, I imagine some approximation of what people who like the thrill of, like, a roller coaster enjoy. Right. You know? And they don't freak out now as an adult. Now it's just great escapism from all the horrors of the real world. Like, watching the news... That shit's scary to me. Sure. You know, watching a scary movie isn't really scary to me as an adult. It's fun. It's it's escapism. Like, if I watch a drama, like some art house drama, I just get bummed out. Yeah. Like, I don't like watching movies and getting fucking depressed. I'm already depressed. Right. I'm an adult living in America, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. um, watching a scary movie, it makes me not think about that stuff. And that's, like, that's why I like as an adult, you know? But as a kid, like... You have I mean, more of an imagination as a kid. You can like watch a movie about a castle and Dracula, and you can kind of like imagine yourself there. And it, it's easier to get taken into like a period piece or something where it's like 
as an adult, you just be like, oh, like that guy's outfit. I'm not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like, and, man, just go out the front door, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's even, I think, movies where you're saying, like, you know, they seem scary then. It's like when I was talking about the quest, like, I remember seeing that very young and, like, it would kind look, of being be scary. like, this is weird. It's like, yeah, is that really it a almost, creature in there? Yeah. Like, but again, that's, I mean, that's like an adventure film, you know? Yeah, Monster Squad scared me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I still really liked it and I laughed a lot in it, too. That's another example of a perfect quote unquote horror movie. I'd call it more than just a horror movie, but that's a, that film's awesome. I would I, guess the majority of the universe would consider it. You know, I love it a Fred Decker because you know I love me some Night of the Creeps. Yeah. I mean, Decker's awesome. He's done no wrong that I've seen. Dude, yeah, like a lot of those really great uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Get that Tales from the Crypt, me a Crypt shirt, y'all. Yeah. Um, if this comes out in the next 48 hours. It probably won't, but, <laughs> but it did exist, and yeah. you snooze, you lose. Um, Might be doing but, a glow-in-the-dark variant at some point. Pretty well. Decker did a bunch of early Tales from the Crypt. Yeah? The, like, the first season, like, he wrote a ton of those. I have a really cool Tales from the Crypt book where it has all the episodes broken down, director, special effects. tell you, like, what issue the comic yeah, they were Yeah, it's, like, to? everything you would want to awesome. know about it. I love EC Comics. If yeah. we want to do an episode where we just, like, geek out on EC comic shit, like, we can watch the old Amicus Tales from the Crypt movies and shit. Yeah, we should watch all, all the Tales from the Crypt movies, even that shitty Ritual one. I Amicus didn't see that one. It's called it's Ritual? It's horrible. It's the third, like, it's the third HBO era Tales from the Crypt movie. So there's movie. Demon Knight, Bordello Blood, Blood, and that's the third. Ritual, Ritual is straight to video, and it's horrible. Who would have But we're going to do a whole retrospect that we yeah, have to commit. Right. Yeah. They just released that entire, uh, all the, the comics, like, not just release. What I meant to say is they just uh, shelved that at half price books, the entire collection. Of course, it's like six hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah. Is what is it the newer? Do you know what? Uh, uh, I was like those right now. I spent six hundred dollars this last month on Halloween decorations, <laughs> guys. No joke. I'm not even exaggerating. I literally spent like six hundred fifteen dollars in the last two weeks on Halloween. Yeah. Shit. yeah. I can't, I gotta I gotta cool out. Knock yeah. it off. <laughs> I'm trying to buy a screen printing press and I'm like so close to it where it's like I have the money but I've got no backup money so I have to build up the backup money right. before I can bite because like if something comes up yeah like if in some that sweet He-Man toys come your way he, well that's one thing but the other thing would be you know food <laughs> or like I need to get like a gallon of uh, some color of ink I don't have gasoline or yeah yeah <laughs> So once I'm up a little more, then I'm going to get the four station six color. Let's Things see. are going to be awesome. I'm yeah. having that situation right now, too. Like Bickley's U-Bill keeps coming up. And it's like, fuck, do I want to pay for her to go to college or do I want to buy toys? <laughs> I think we know the answer. Yeah. It's not anything to do with school. <laughs> I'm I'm the one guy in this podcast all point of that does not have kids. So <laughs> I can be a little more uh, careless with my money. Hey, going to the toy store, you spend 60 bucks and you only spent 15 on yourself. <laughs> yeah. oh. end up getting something but it's like you yeah. love playing some of those toys with your kids though, oh man. yeah like no. i mean like they i can tell it. like when i popped over and like you know you you and freddie and the girls are you know laying out all the turtle toys and certain accessories and you're all fucking freaking out about like you're having fun still that's cool oh, yeah no, that's fun being a parent's all sorts of different things fun is one of them fucking terrible is another and confused is the most <laughs> like just being confused as to like, you know, why, why did all the people that had kids that I knew just be like, Oh, they're it's such a dream. They're, <laughs> they're just little angels. It's a little miracle, all that shit. Um, but you know, sometimes they really are. I wouldn't give it up for anything, but it's yeah. still, that's work. It is a lot of work. 
Any relationships work, though. Yeah. Something that relates to that I thought was interesting as we kind of went around, I thought you were talking about how your parents wouldn't let you watch horror movies. Yeah. My dad was kind of like, it's, it was a free-for-all. And then your experience was more like, all right, we're going to watch this, but we're going to watch it together. You know? Yeah. And I thought that that was just kind of like a very unique, uh, I don't know, take on take on that. Well, then it became my dad. One of my dad's hobbies was to go to the video store and try to pick out something none of us had heard of. And this backfired lots. The biggest backfire I remember is him coming home and my whole family being uh, subjected to watching Lord of the G-Strings. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's, um, is this it's an like adult a, film? It's, it's like a Skinamax, <laughs> it's a Skinamax version of Lord of the Rings. So it's like all the names but are... But this is before Peter Red Lord Lord Rings, right? So this is like... No, this is like a direct... Like hopefully they accidentally rent this DVD <laughs> kind of thing. By then it but was what a DVD. Era, what, so, okay, so it's like late 90s to... Yeah. So the Peter Jackson movies had hit. Okay. I was like, is this like, is like based off like Ralph Bakshi's <laughs> no. animated Lord of the Rings? Like, is it an no. animated G string porno? Like, what's. It's, uh, so the main character's name is Dildo Saggins. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and uh, I cannot remember any of the other ones. That one's always just stuck out. I do not like the word Saggins. No. It's, <laughs> it's not appetizing. <laughs> It's just awful. My wife hates the word moist. Dude, I fucking <laughs> hate the word moist. It's a bad it's terrible. word. It's worse than a lot well, of stuff. I don't think I don't think I have an aversion to any certain word. I knew a guy who hated the word memorabilia. Really? Was it because he couldn't say it? Mitch, if you're listening, memorabilia. My dad always said plunish instead of punish. So. My dad can't say porno. Yeah? He says say? prono. <laughs> prono? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I'll take the case. I'm doing it prono. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually really bad with all sorts of stuff like that. He can't say John Travolta. It's John Travolti. (laughs) Is he being funny, though? No, no. 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 Chris Isaac is Chris Isaacs. And there's always, like, (laughs) I don't know. My dad does stuff like that, but I always think it's, like, funny. Like, like Jill and I were visiting him in Florida, and um, you know the Sham Wows? Yeah. Or whatever. He was like, hey, Jill and Greg. You aren't one of these? It's a Shamu! Yeah. It's like, I don't think we've ever used it somewhere. Oh, you haven't. It's, it's made it home. Oh, you actually <laughs> took it with you. You accepted the Shamu. He insisted. He was so excited to give yeah. us the Shamu. You don't want to ruin his afternoon. I get it. I've well, kept shirts in my closets for decades. Just like, maybe I'll wear this load era Metallica shirt sometime. Because my dad got it for me for Christmas in 2002, and it was the wrong size, Ugh. and it's the wrong oh. era of Metallica. So <laughs> it was Unforgiven Part Two on one of those. Uh, it's I don't the know sequel. Yeah, to the hit song <laughs> that haunted your. If you have any sort of aversion to old men's bodies, <laughs> gave you fucking horrifying daymares for the better part of the 90s. Just clawing out of that hole. Whose hole is it? I don't know. Does he? It's like something from a prono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, when we were uh, next time, or yeah. when I was a kid, mom and dad would always take like we would go to the Wisconsin Dells while we were traveling to my uh, my aunt and uncle's house, and they always had haunted houses year round. And it was so weird because it was um, it's not like haunted houses where you think of today, where it's just like gore, gore, gore. You know? Right. It had more of you know what I would consider like that that eighties like horror feel to it, 
you know. It's like someone reaching through a hole in the wall and grabbing your leg. Yeah, shit like that, yeah. you know. And um, guys dressed I, up like Leatherface just jumping out. Real yeah, quick and, and but like the haunted houses, dude, they were really like they weren't. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like haunted haunted houses now are more like it's it's all gore heavy you know yeah whereas like they were more playful back then and there was there was one on like every fucking corner in the wisconsin delta the, um, nice. so there have either of you been the hot houses in kansas city uh-uh. i've not been to many in general since i was a kid uh, i mean obviously i don't think this is gonna be fucking happening this year but yeah um next year we should I go down to kansas city because um when i when we were living down there uh in the west bombs of kansas city which used to be like just a warehouse district these dudes bought like three warehouses up um, years ago and they basically they own them and they're there all year. They're only open in September and October, but they're haunted houses. But since they own the space, they're just always working on it all year. Um, so like one's like four stories, one's excuse me, one's five stories. When you get to the top to get to the bottom, you go down slides that take you back outside. Oh, so you got like awesome. a five story slide, but they're awesome. Um, one's called the edge of hell. One's called the beast. Then the other one's like based on like literature and it's not as cool. But, um, you're making notes. My brother was asking about these cause I was telling him about how there's uh, cool haunted houses in Kansas city. And I couldn't remember what they were called. The beast. And what's the other one? Edge of hell. If we go next year, your brother come, we'll take a road trip down and go. It'd be awesome. Edge but, of hell. That's the European title for rock and roll nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But these houses are awesome. And, uh, one of them has the lot, the largest anaconda in captivity in the haunted house behind glass. I beg to get differ. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, like that's their their claim. It's a dick joke. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Makes sense. Yeah. I didn't get it. Um, <laughs> What's a penis? Uh, but, uh, but they're awesome. Um, there's like one of them where also like they like they cut out the floors, like so. In the that one section, unsafe. no. So they're just, <laughs> yeah. you're, no. So I mean, like while you're standing there, it's a sensory overload when you're in these. They're fucking awesome. But you get to a point, like you come out of a space, and all of a sudden it's just a fucking suspension bridge, like Temple of Doom. You don't you're know like, how high up you are. Well, yeah, I mean, you're three stories up. Yeah, right? but yeah, so you have to go across. That's high there. enough. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> like I mean, the place is cool. It fucks with your head. Um, I love it, dude. I I go every year when we live there. I thought it was so fun. You do sometimes get kind of freaked out. Like yeah. Phil and I went. Um, we were in one of them and they uh there's a part where they like just keep changing walls around so you can't find your way out of an area and uh we got separated and like so he's wearing greg i'm like phil we're trying to find each other (laughs) yeah and uh it's like you know you walk somewhere and there's like strobes and like okay that's a wall you turn around where you just came and then there's a wall there like where the fuck like where are you can't figure out where to go because they're like just that people moving these walls around yeah and all of a sudden this dude um, turns a corner and like I legit was like is this guy fucking work here like I got like super uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. this greasy looking dude in like <laughs> in, like a wife beer with like mustard stains on it <laughs> like, I mean, he looked disgusting was but, he working there I think so <laughs> but, but, but it's like he looked that he looked was like the scariest enough. moment yeah he looked gross enough where I was like is this guy fucking work here but then he pulled out like a syringe and he's like, are you Greg? And I was like, oh, fuck. And then he started laughing. And then I turned around and the wall was gone. I can leave. 
Uh-huh. So yeah, I think he did work there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, but my thought in the moment was like, does this fucking guy work here? And he pulled out a syringe. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, because he heard Phil yelling, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how do you know your name? <laughs> it's yeah. like when you go on the ET ride. <laughs> well, when you go gay. in. Yeah. Steve. Carl. <laughs> Lancaster. When I went, they said the wrong names, and I was so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the, uh, someone selling a candle now that smells like the ET ride? Oh, really? You mentioned that earlier, like yeah. scents and like memories. The grease of the <laughs> track mixed with like the smell scent of the chicanery <laughs> <laughs> mixed with like the rubber that ET's made out of. So you've been in Universal Studios then? Yes. Uh, did you did you go in to sell Jaws and King Kong? Uh, they had Jaws, Back to the Future, yes, E.T. Yes, yes. Earthquake. Yeah, there was a Twister one. Yep. Did you go on Kong, though? There was no Kong one. Ah! Yep, I, don't, I don't remember there being a Kong one. Kong wasn't there the last time I was there, either. There's a new Kong, I guess, that's like based on like Peter Jackson mm-hmm. Kong, but the old Kong was so sick. When he yelled at the end, his breath smelled like bananas, and I got really excited <laughs> about that. There's a really cool, there was a really cool uh, The Mummy Right, it was specifically cool because Brendan Fraser was not on the ride at all, <laughs> but it was just like themed on the movie. So like you're going through an indoor dark roller coaster where there's stuff being projected around you, and there's real flames and mummies jumping out at you, and it's more like real you're mummies. Being, you're being yes, real ones. <laughs> you're really being chased by mummies to death. Um, <laughs> I barely got out of there with the skin of my teeth, but it was. Was uh, there a really great. shitty uh, CGI rock that came after you too? No, this was pre that. <laughs> the rock was in like the third one, right? Fourth one. Oh. The Scorpion King. Yeah. I think it was. Called. I know he was the Scorpion King. Yeah. yeah, we all know that. But I don't know if it was the second uh, one. It was three, and then the. Scorpion I'm looking King. right at Hogan. I'm like, he's gonna fucking know this one. Yeah, yeah he's a rock guy. Three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he smells what he's cooking. <laughs> That's when The Rock was the jam. That was back when I used to go to my brother's house and watch wrestling, and it was fun. Monday no. Night Raw, I was like, you had uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley and fucking Mankind. The Undertaker had just come back. They, so they were bringing back some of these older wrestlers that we remembered from our childhood, but they weren't like so old that it was unbelievable that they were winning. So, yeah, I don't know. Then Ric the Flair's face was only semi-melting. Dude, so yeah. I shit you not, we had a dude walk up to the door the other day, and he just goes, Woo! And he fucking <laughs> threw in Ric Flair's autobiography and then just left. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Did you recognize is it, this person? Is it to be the man? Mm-hmm. That's a great... I've read that. I don't love wrestling, but I do love Ric Flair, which you could argue means I do love wrestling, because Ric Flair is wrestling, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, so listeners know, how many copies of Forrest Gump on VHS do you own? Close to 300. He's not fucking joking. Are you making something out of them or just collecting? Right now, it's just a pile. <laughs> you could make a bench. Well, we talked about we want to make... We <laughs> want for the front of the shop. We're talking we like want to the... get enough that we can build a boat to put in the float, like for the Beaverdale Fall Fest. <laughs> I think you should make a bench out of it and then get a dwarf to dress up like Forrest Gump and sit on it. And also get like peop- someone to sit next to him that he can like be offering them some chocolates. <laughs> Don't you also own like underwear that was screen worn in that movie or something? Yeah, Robin Wright's panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from their from their intimate scene. Yeah. Oh, it's got Forrest Bust. The scene where she takes advantage of a mentally yeah, handicapped man. Yeah, she jerks man. him off. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He it's goes a dark I, movie. He goes, I ruined your I ruined yeah. your roommate's bathrobe. <laughs> Oh. 
can't find fucking cassettes anywhere anymore. Yeah. They're hip now. Well, I told you I was at it was at Goodwill, I don't know, like two or three weeks ago, and they've like completely stopped shelving tapes like uh like VHS completely. The only thing that they're shelving anymore is Disney. Oh really? Because they said that's all it sells. They said everything else gets sent to the bins. But <sighs> the bins right now being what they are, like they're not even putting anything out either. That's my biggest fear with the COVID thing. And my biggest fear would be everybody dying. (laughs) Um, Secondly, after everyone survives, would be um, all the cool shit that's just getting thrown away. Yeah. Because people have all this free time. I know I'm cleaning out under the stairs and stuff. I'm doing some projects I wouldn't normally do. I'm just going to start working on the garage. And that people that normally would be like, I'm going to take this tub of action figures or I'm going to take this tub of VHS tape somewhere where they can get to somebody else or help somebody or whatever. Um, those are just getting thrown in dumpsters, garbage days. Well, they're, they're just going to be thrown away. Since COVID started, Goodwill, Salvation Army, St. Vincent de Paul, they've all ceased taking donations. So they're just like putting out whatever's in their warehouses already. Yeah. So for the last six months, like anything anybody tried to donate, like we have spring cleaning this weekend. And so, like, I had to take bags of the girls' clothes and just put them on the curb. Yeah. You know? This is nowhere to put them anymore. Yeah. You just took them? Just, like, went to the bedroom and just took their clothes yeah. and just left them on the curb? <laughs> Figured out stupid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is really going to piss them off. <laughs> yeah. When they wake up and all their clothes yeah. are on the Fuck street. Where clothes are? I thought you'd donate them. Well, is there anything anyone wants to say? Wrap this up. I mean, we we probably talked for a while. There's probably something in here. I don't know. Next time I'll bring. Or, a is there slide anything you feel like you guys were missing? Yeah. If, we're t- if the the intent of this first episode is to like give quick introductions or ideas about like you know like what we like before why we love horror, how it influences our life. Any uh, what have we ever talked about like how horror influences our life? Is that a good way to kind of end this? Sure. Open that up a little bit. I don't murder people. It's definitely the horror movies that kept me so obsessed with films. But I don't know. At this point in my life, I'd say action, martial arts, comedy, horror. It's all just one thing in my head. But obviously, there's the standout stuff. And horror is always the first thing I reach for. Um, You know, a lot of it's just the cool stories, the cool kills, the cool soundtracks, the cool everything or the awful this or that and also the i uh would like to point out that just because a movie isn't technically good doesn't mean that it's a bad movie it just means that it's entertaining in a different way oh yeah i hate when people say it's a good bad movie because it's like troll 2 is just something from another world and it's just a good movie. Oh my it's god! I'm using that because then he's gonna eat me too. Yeah. Like, how many times have you watched it? How bad can it be if you've watched it five or six Dude, times? Dude, when he when the kid pisses on the food, it's <laughs> great stuff. I, know, I think for me, it's doing doing what my dad did, you know. And it's like now that my kids are older, and I've been showing them movies for years, but it's a way for me to also now kind of connect in that, you know, in that yeah. exact same way. And, you know, I don't know, introducing them to shit that they probably otherwise wouldn't find. I watched all the Back to the Future movies with Freddy the other day, and he thought three was the best one. Ugh, what? I'm confused. He wanted to rewatch it. We did. And he's like, yeah, that's the best one. It's like, 
Yeah, maybe you just need to start showing Freddy. And then I Westerns. dropped him off at the orphanage. Because <laughs> it's obviously not him? part three. Has he seen a lot of westerns? Is it more that he was like, this is cool, seeing cowboys like I don't know. I mean, he hasn't seen a lot of anything. I mean, yeah. just showing Brave Star. I think horror for me, like as far as like influencing my 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 life, um, definitely opened me up to watching more and more films. Um, but also like it uh, gave me just a different perspective on art too like i got in like when i was a kid because special effects from horror i got really into the idea of like looking up like how movies were made or or how special effects were made it made me really curious about sculpting i'm horrible at sculpting though so I, i'm not like you know i didn't go down that path in life but uh it had a lot of influence in how i viewed art in general um the community of horror fans like people that love horror like this the the friendships people make from horror i think is really cool um because like I mean, surely, I mean, all of us have friends we've met because of horror. You, sure. you know what I mean? I think that's really cool. Like, I mean, you can talk about other film genres, but it's, you know, it's not usually like, oh, yeah, man, I love action movies. So I met all these other dudes. I just love <laughs> action movies. You know what I mean? Like, like there's some That's because horror... we don't go to the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the only reason that's not our life. You just told somebody else's story. <laughs> But you know, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I like the sense of community. Oh man, you're with looking pretty and... good over there with those squats. You like Van Damme? Oh yeah, like that. Shit. It's the one where he punches Wish the snake. Yeah. It's a hard target where he fucking punches the snake. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a hard target. I'm thinking about hard to kill where he builds his own punching bag. You're talking Seagal. You're talking. Yeah, Van yeah. Damme. That's what yeah. I was saying. I was. He said. Uh, I know. I got confused. Hard to kill is awesome. That's that, That's probably the cinematic masterpiece if there is one for Steven Seagal. Uh, I love that. I'm a mark for death dude too though. Yeah, I love the Jamaican supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, there was that and there was Predator 2 were the two movies that came out around the same time where it's like there was these crazy Jamaican drug <laughs> gangs. It's like, did those ever really exist? You know? Well, I Predator know. 2 was in the future, so. Yeah. Also, I was watching Chill Factor. I said that to you guys the other night. And uh, she's like narrating and she's like, the year 2000 was almost upon us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, shit, Escape from New York was 1998. And when that movie was made, that probably felt like this is in forever. Like this could happen by then. Right? Yeah, it seems like the future. Yeah, but so it, it never is. The future like, just four make it years, 500 like... years in the future. Like this, that's, yeah, that's all I want them to do. Just save the future on the screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get me here. Yeah. We'll figure it out when it's like that. But I don't know. Wraps up. Yeah, check out Media Crypt at BigCartel.com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors, uh, Media Crypt <laughs> and Franklin Plaza Barbershop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Tell your friends to check out this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, share it. This is the first one. Sorry if it's kind of sloppy. Uh, it'll be a little more uh, structured because we're going to talk about specific films in the subsequent episodes. Thanks for checking it out. You can find us on uh, Instagram at Fright Zone Podcast. Stay spooky. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> <laughs>